Hello everyone, what's Babylon? This is Psychobabbles with Miranda and Lauren. Hey! This is a podcast for my class, Psychological Effects of the Internet, where I talk about the topics I am learning. And Lauren responds with her own thoughts, assuming she has any. No, I have none. Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> anyway, um, this episode is the beginning of Unit 3. Yay! Woo! Um, that means only 11 more units. 11? Um, yeah. Dang. This is a lot. Um, I'm not getting paid for this. True. Neither am I. <laughs> I'm paying you're, to do this. Yeah. You're getting paid credit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so what are we talking about today? I don't know. Only I know. <laughs> um. This feels very one-sided. That's what I'm saying. Maybe one day you can come prepared with something. That'll be the last episode. The last episode? I'll run the last episode. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So our topic for today is how in-person learning challenges college students today. And we are college students today. Um, So, yeah, essentially disadvantages to in-person learning that are more likely than not advantages of online learning. So, of course, we're going to have you guess um, (laughs) what challenges do you face with your in-person lectures? Um, Sometimes people talk a lot. Actually, this isn't guessing. It's just what (laughs) challenges do you face? Um, yeah, sometimes there's a lot of talking that I don't like. Um, depending on where I am in the lecture hall, the professor might not be loud enough, so I don't really, I can't really hear, or I have to focus, like, Mm -hmm. really hard to be able to even understand what they're saying, let alone, like, understand why they're saying it kind of thing. No, yeah, I understand. It's definitely, definitely a valid point that I think I've talked about in a, maybe a different assignment, I'm not entirely sure, but it didn't, it wasn't one of the five. Another challenging thing for me is sometimes I don't write fast enough, so I miss out on some of the lecture. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I know, that's why I said it. Me too. Um, and then, let's see, what else do I face? Um, in an in-person lecture. Hmm. Mm, having to get up when somebody wants to sit next to you. Like, <laughs> I hate that so much. Is that, I guess that is a challenge of an in-person class. It's not really, No, like, especially when somebody's based. late. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. And no, I, I hate that. focus. And that's it's like, dude, I'm not even, like, on the end. I'm, like, four or five seats in. So oh, I was going to say, else. that's why I always sit in, like, the middle. Yeah. Because I don't want to have to get up. Exactly. And then there's people who are the first ones there and still sit on the end. Yeah, there's a girl like that in my history class. And everyone drop her name no i don't know her name (laughs) i don't know who she is but every time every morning she has to stand up like four or five times to let people into the row yeah it's like and it's like why Why at that that point you sit or just show up later to class you know because every (laughs) most people fill into the middle you know yeah um as decent human beings yeah but anyway those are not i only have five here because i only had to choose five so I think the ones you're bringing up, I remember learning about them in class. So I think they probably came up in articles, but they weren't as important. Yeah, they weren't as important to me, I guess, like um, of the five I chose. Oh, okay. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, so should we just move on? Yeah, why not? Okay, so the first one I have is costs of textbooks. Mm, sometimes um, my books are paid for with my tuition, so therefore I don't need oh, to. mine too. Yeah, there's only an instance where I had to pay $20 for something. Okay, well, you're lucky because that did not happen to me. Yeah, but then I go through all the trauma of having to learn all the stuff I don't understand. True. Do you remember <laughs> last year I was, like, freaking out about my biology textbook and how I didn't think it was going to come in on time? Oh, and then you never used it? Yeah, and then I never used it once. That was the thing that I had um, 
Um, actually, I didn't even talk about that in my lecture, but anyway, um, not lecture, sorry, in my notes, but yeah, that happened to me last year where um, I thought I desperately needed this textbook, and I ordered it, and it was going to come in like a day before classes started, and I thought I was screwed. I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do the homework. Granted, this was our first year of college, so of course I didn't understand how it was going to work, um, and then I finally got it, so I showed up the first day to only to find out that even though the syllabus said required textbook, it was like additional learning. It was like, oh, you only have to do these readings if you don't think you understand lecture. Yeah. And so I never touched it. It sat underneath, um, or right now it's sitting (laughs) underneath my bed. And I spent like almost $100 on it. $100? Yeah, it was almost $100. Dang. Um, I've been trying to sell it. So if anyone needs a bio 101 textbook. Get up my roommate. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But anyway, so yeah. Prices of textbooks increase faster than the pricing of housing, cars, and healthcare. They rise faster? Yeah. The you te- know, cost of textbooks. You know what I really hate? This might be later on, but I'm going to say it right now. I should probably won't. I hate it when... This is just a pet peeve. Oh, okay, mind. okay. When, um, sorry, whoever's listening. I don't, yeah. I don't really care. Um, <laughs> um, I hate it when the professor assigns their own textbook that you have to buy. That happened to me last year. Yeah. They're making money off of your... Granted, the only thing I did like about that is my lectures were not required, so I could skip. And the thing that... The textbook, like but, the chapter... But it's the principal. You're already yeah. paying for money for the class, and now you have to pay even more for the professor. True. I was, like, paying extra What's, to what, essentially what skip my class. I can, I can look up their salary on UW Salary Database. I can't remember. What if I just told you the class? No. No? I can't remember no, his I need, name. like, a name. Um, I could probably look it up. We can do that later. Yeah, we can do that later. We won't expose anyone. What happened to Matthew? Oh, Matthew fell. Oh my god. Like, I was gone and it fell. We need stronger hooks. Anyway, that's besides the point. Cut that. I'm heartbroken. Cut that. (laughs) Okay, so yeah. Um, But yeah, just like imagine, because housing, like, we've dealt with it. Housing is impossible to pay for right now. I don't want to deal with it, but I do. And it's like you almost have to have roommates. Otherwise, you'll be broke. Like you, it's impossible to live by yourself these days. Don't say sadly. I'm a great roommate. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, and then, so this one's kind of related to the next one, which is just the overall cost of tuition. Rising um, 4%. Did you just say 4%? Yeah, it's rising 4%. Oh, you mean from this year to next year? Yeah. Okay, I thought you meant overall, and I was like, that is not the percentage I have. No, it's 4%. <laughs> That's because they had a house. Uh, they had a tuition freeze, which is good. Because like I don't want to pay that much money. Oh my god! And now they're starting to increase it, so it's probably gonna keep increasing for the rest of our lives. So let's take another freeze on it. That really sucks. But anyway, so the article we read was by Quant. Quant. Um, and they found that the cost of college is twelve times higher than thirty-five years ago. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it um, definitely is. And then people keep talking about, like, well, back in my day, we had all these problems. It's like, yeah, but you don't have to pay, like, an yeah. arm and a leg for college anymore. I mean, you, you Just didn't. to, like, get an education, like, yeah. you know. And now they even only get, pick and choose who they want to yeah. get an education, too. And then since 1978, there has been a 1,122% increase. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah. That's why you said... <laughs> I believe it. That's why you said 4%, and I was like... No, from just one year. I know, I was like, 4% is not correct, but I see what you're saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, so housing and food has increased 300%, and medical care has increased 600%. Only 600%? Yeah, so mm-hmm. college tuition is up there, for sure, exactly. and we feel the brunt of it, you know? 
Um, Only for two more years. Hence why, when I told you I was graduating a year early, and you were like, can't you just stay? And I'm like, no, sorry. You'll stay, you'll stay with me. Please. I'll stay with you, but yeah, no, I'm not paying another year. Yeah. Um, that'd be insane. Um, and then Pew... I don't know why I said it like that. Pew Research Center actually found that general public knows this is a problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like the large general public. But this is what shocked me is because, like, I knew it was a big concern now um, in, like, news and stuff. But it was seen as the second biggest problem that the U.S. faces. And yet nobody the does second. anything about it. No, but, okay, so you know what came behind it? I guess. Yeah. Gun violence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were right. In that wait, what's, wait, what's the first thing? Um, the first thing is... Probably, like, global warming or something. But I know I won't put gun violence over global warming. No, I think... I'm testing you. Come on now. Oh, no, I have it written down in my notes. But I was thinking it, so I technically had it right. But drugs. Oh. I thought it was drugs, but it's specifically drug addiction is the only thing higher. And then everything after it is sexism, racism, gun violence, climate change, and the wealth gap. See, that's the thing, is, like, it's such a big priority to people yeah it nothing's happening no there's yeah not, we're not getting much like publicity the only time we only get publicity about it is when there's like an election or something because the thing is if and then nobody does anything about it it is a huge problem like it is a huge problem but would i put it above all these other issues see that's the thing is like the other issues like i definitely wouldn't because nobody's doing anything about so you it wouldn't put them above this one no, I would put them above this one. Like, this say, one doesn't deserve to be as high. I mean, they're doing nothing about any of these things. But, like, but yeah, like, but the thing is that tuition is not getting talked about as much as the other things. Yeah, but they see it as the second. But I feel like people would like to admit that they see that as a problem. Like, I think people well, also, are scared you, okay, to admit these okay, other things okay, are problems. Okay, but also to be fair, if you think of, like, the ratio of people in the United States and all, like, the amount of people who actually, like, go to college, mm-hmm. that probably outweighs some of the people who, like, Wait, what's on that list? Sexism, racism, gun violence, climate change. Yeah, there's probably more people thing... who have gone to college than more people who worry about climate change in yeah. the United States. Yeah. So that's why that would no, be more Yeah, my concern. thing is I feel like people are more afraid to admit that these other things are problems. Oh, yeah. That I is what, why I think it's I rated agree. so highly. Especially, like, certain people on there. You know, yeah. we're not, not going to get into that. We're not going to get into is, that. This is not that type of podcast. Yeah. Because um... we love talking about psychology. Yeah, and so, yeah, so I was just going to say that um, I think it shows that, like, while there are a lot of other things um, that are clearly, clearly very important, like, people can agree that the affordability of college is just, like, getting out of hand, Which is weird, because if a lot of people, like, acknowledge it and agree on it, shouldn't that make it easier for it to, like, be fixed? I think people just, like, saying stuff. Oh, yeah, they like saying stuff but not doing anything. Yeah, like, like you're like, saying you're going to do your homework and then you never do it. Okay, well. <laughs> anyway. That's not as big as a problem. Anyways. I mean, maybe to me it is. I don't know. Um, okay, yeah. Anyway, we're just going to move on. Yeah, we're just going to Yeah, so this brings up another issue. Um, oh, yeah, wait. Yeah, another issue. So I included five here, but because we talked about this, I included a sixth. Okay. Um, which is the large the large cost is a significant barrier for low income oh, first yeah. gen students. Mm-hmm. Um, so like people already who are struggling um, and like the whole point or for a lot of people, the whole point is go get an education so you can make, money. so you can make more money, but because it's so Expensive. unaffordable, they can't afford to go get that education. And it's just a constant like cycle. Like the first like five, 10 years that you get out of college, you're just going to be paying back the amount that you owed. Yeah. 
And so that's why, yeah, they may not have a lot of family support coming in, mm-hmm. um, depending on scholarships. Um, and it's school difficult. may not even be an option. I mean, not only family support, but just the support of the family, yeah. like mentally, mm-hmm. that can make it so hard to go to college. Like, if you don't have that support, like, some people just can't. Like, if they're like, oh, my parents don't want me to go to college, I'm not going to go to college. Yeah. And then maybe, too, it's like, maybe they can get to school. But then they're leaving with like twenty thousand dollars in debt, you in a, know, in a stupid major. Yeah, that you're not gonna do anything with. Um. So yeah, that's just an insane. So that I feel like would drive anyone out of going to go get an education because mm-hmm. it's like, why would I go twenty thousand dollars in debt when I can just like get a job right off the bat, you know? Like in the trades or whatever. Yeah. And there's some good jobs you can actually oh, get out there without a degree. Sure. And I think a lot of people don't realize that because it's been ingrained in our heads that in order to get paid well. You need an education. But I think people are starting to realize now that that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are mad about it, rightfully so, because it's like, we are coming to school to pay this much more, like, this much more money. We should be getting paid more than the positions that, I guess, don't require an education. I don't know. It's the whole thing. We won't get that into it, because that's part of my other major, <laughs> not this one. Um, um, the next issue is time students have to invest in college. Um, this one I relate to a lot because, um, both my majors are a lot of reading, um, and I can only read so fast, and I can only commit so much time to reading because I already suck at focusing. I hate reading. Like, I have to read my Italian books, you know, for my class. Mm -hmm. I haven't read a single one since, like, I don't know, two months ago. Dang. Like, we'll just be sitting in class talking about these books I haven't read, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> like, like, I'm doing good. I, saw, I have, like, a high AB. Like, I might yeah. actually get an A in this class. I know. That's the thing that sucks is they assign so much reading, and normally you can get by it. My history class it. is the opposite, though. I have to read word for word everything. I, I, but it's also, like, ancient. Like, well, not ancient, but, like, well, yeah, some of them are ancient pieces. Other ones, like, we're going, like, up to the 1500s. It's like, I just don't like that kind of mm-hmm. reading. Like, give me a newspaper or give me, like, a textbook. Yeah. Like, I like reading our bio textbooks. That's why I like this class, because this class, it'll look like a lot. Remember that time I was like, oh my god, yeah. this goes to, like, part M or yeah, something like that? exactly. You open it, and every single thing is one page. It's, but it's nice, because it's, like, it also is more interesting when it relates to what's going on in mm-hmm. the world. Because, like, we had to read, all, like, stuff for, like, my life science communication class, and it was always stuff that was related to the world. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can actually read this and yeah. not be like, oh my gosh, are we done yet? Yeah, what is going on? That's why I like a lot of my stuff, too, is because, like, psychology is so relevant today. Like, everything you read, it, it, like, has to do with today. And even my legal studies, too. It's, like, well, that's history, but it relates so much to, like, where our politics, like, and legal system, like, where we are today. Mm -hmm. That's, like, I find that interesting. And it's, like, you can pinpoint, like, where we messed up, you know? Um, And then it kind of helps, too, in the future. It's, like, oh, well, what can we do to change it kind of thing? Yeah. Um, So that, but anyway, either way, reading still takes a long time. Um, and so for this challenge specifically, I watched a video by Kansas State University, um, and they visualized issues with college. Um, and here they determined students have 26 and a half hours taken up in their day, like with school, jobs. 26 hours in their day, Miranda? No, listen. No, that's, they have, not in a day, sorry. I didn't mean to say in a day, just in general. Like Like if they're adding up hours, 26.5. Yeah, but what's the unit? Hours. Yeah, you want a week, a month, a no, day? No, just hours. And if you try yeah, to put that into days, that means things are overlapping and dates because there's only 24 hours in a day. I'm just so they're saying they have more hours of work than they do hours in the day. 
is what they're saying. I'm not grasping that. Doesn't make oh, sense. Yes, it does. No, it literally. Doesn't. So you say you have a task, <laughs> well, and your boss a- looks at you and says, "Hey, this is gonna take twenty six and a half hours." You're gonna be like, "Oh shoot, that's gonna take me more than a day." Oh, well, you're saying like an individual assignment's gonna take you twenty six hours? No. So like, if they had all of their tasks, say. They have to sleep for this many hours. They have to eat here and there. They have to go to work. They have to go to class. They have to study. If that's all back to back to back to back, it will take 26 and a half hours. You only have 24 hours in a day. So here, now everything's overlapping. They're saying you don't have enough time to do everything that they want you to do. Because you only have 24 hours a day. You could have just said it like that. Well, I thought it made sense. I think the way you... Because I think the way that you... Whoops. I think the way that you originally explained it. I to think me. maybe I did say it wrong right off the bat. No, I was just confused because I was because you said well originally you said twenty six hours, and then I was contributed to days, and I'm like wait that's yeah really I may sense. Have, I may have said in that's like twenty six and a half hours in a day I can't remember I guess I'll know but we're later fine. but, but we're yeah fine. We're all so good. I understand now. if anyone else was confused too then I explained yeah. it yeah she did better the second third yeah. fourth times um yeah so basically the whole thing is if we have lectures we have to attend and when we aren't in lecture we're studying doing mm-hmm. readings and homework. And if we aren't studying, then maybe we're eating to keep ourselves alive. No. Um, and if we aren't, actually, maybe not. You eat, all you do is snack all day. I don't eat, I snack. Yeah. Um, if we aren't eating, we may be sleeping because that's also essential. Um, and if we aren't doing any of those things, then we're probably working. Um, I got really lucky this semester with my schedule. Um, no, you didn't. Yeah, true. Actually, to flip it around because apparently that was really bad for me was having my hours cut and now I have so much free time um but yeah it's a big time commitment and it's really not that good for your mental health um or your physical health it's really not good in general and do Zumba do Zumba even though it sucks sometimes okay bye no I'm kidding no <laughs> <laughs> um the next one is traditional traditional air quotes Methods of teaching. Um, this is a really, really big one. This was the episode that I was going to have Kevin come in and talk. Oh, but I'll be clearly, Kevin. Yeah, you can be Kevin. Hey, guys, I'm Kevin. I was a civil engineer major, and I switched to nursing. I'm currently a junior in, yeah. at UW-Madison. <laughs> yeah, so um, basically, the traditional lecture is where a professor has the knowledge of a subject, and they stand up in front of the room, and they speak out to the students. And some sound like they read directly from a book. I had a professor my freshman year who did this. It, he, like, must have had a script or something and, like, would just read through it. But I feel like that helps. No, it was really bad because oh. you could tell he was reading. It, I don't know. I didn't like it. They just sound like a book. It was my really Italian boring. professor, like, she reads from, like, whatever because she reads from something. Mm-hmm. And then she'll talk about what she just talked about, but, like, in a lecture style, so not looking at her notes. Mm, so it's kind of weird. Like, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. But anyway. Yeah, anyway. Um, it's, I wrote specifically, it's, like, it's not engaging, and it's also not very interesting. At Especially least like for it, me. Yeah, because then, like, too, it just doesn't seem like the professor's enjoying the topic at all. Because, like, for... Yeah, they seem bored. Yeah, one of my professors, like, she loves her topic. She'll try and get people involved. She'll be like, okay, I brought treats today. I want to ask for some volunteers. It's, like, electric hall victory mm-hmm. people to, like, <laughs> come up and demonstrate stuff. Yeah, it's literally so much worse when it's, like... If they sound not interested, it's like, if you're not interested, then how am I supposed to be interested, you know? And then they get mad at you for not paying attention. Yeah. Um, so, for some reason, even though, like, they, like, professors kind of know that, like, even 
how am I supposed to say this? So like, they know that like kids, not every kid is paying attention, you know? Um, they also know, like there's so many studies saying that like students learn the best when they're actively learning. So like doing things like participating in like a, like a top hat kind of thing. Top yeah, hat, but it's good. But you learn more, yeah. They grade our top hat. Or you're more, yeah, you're more engaged because you're paying attention. Um, and they know that. And for some reason, they don't like the idea of changing the system. They're like, oh, well, this is how it's always been done. And so instead of adjusting They're their lazy. lectures to match how students are changing, they keep it and expect us to like stay the same. I guess. No, they expect us to change. Them. Yes, yeah. I guess they expect us to change to the way they were before when. I feel like it would be the opposite. We're changing, so they should change the system to match us, you know? Because, like, why would if we... They're going to say the same, but they expect you to do better. Because I don't know why in my head it doesn't make sense. Like, It's like the physics department at UW-Madison. Maybe, I don't they know. They suck. They know they suck, but they're not doing anything to change it. Yeah, so this is what I have my notes here is um, 63% of STEM professors use extensive learning which is just large amounts of, like, reading material and information. Um, Less than 40% of students entering, like, STEM majors complete those degrees. And that leads them to believe they were poorly prepared or, like, not smart enough for the degree. That's how they... That's how they... That's why why I was going to have Kevin come and talk because he kind of went through that where he was in engineering. Yeah, but nursing still is STEM major. No, no, I know what I'm saying, but because one of the focus like, one of the main focuses of the specific article was engineering, I oh. think. So I was like, well, that's well, funny. Kevin. Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay, share your opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, I just know from just spending a lot of time in engineering lectures that they're kind of very, like, bland, and that they'll write some stuff down on the board, expect us to do some equations, and call it a day. And I'd, it's just like, that doesn't seem very fulfilling, Nursing. Actually, that's that's exactly what he said. He yeah, said that I know. He, he would, told me. Yeah, he he said he'd rather be actively doing something. Yeah. Nursing. So. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Can't ignore the fact that the education system like doesn't make the material that's already difficult like e- any easier. Like they don't make it any easier to learn. You know. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then just because this is taking a long time, maybe I'll skip to the next one. Yeah. I um. Optional. Optimal learning times are hard to accommodate. So um, this one I relate to the most because, again, we've talked about optimal learning so many times. I have the weirdest optimal learning time, um, which yeah, is tell, inconvenient. Yeah. Tell, tell, the, tell the person listening what your optimal learning time No, is. we've talked about this so many times. Tell them again. <laughs> 1 in the morning. <laughs> 1 a.m. to 2 a.m. Can you believe her? Yeah, sometimes I get home from work and I'm like, ugh. I gotta do my homework, and it's quiet, and I don't get distracted. So, (laughs) (laughs) they didn't hear that. We've talked about this anyway. um, So yeah, my optimal learning time is really weird. But professors also have optimal learning times, you know. And so, like everyone, students and professors are all crammed into this one time. That's like, does that match their optimal time? Like, your professor could be having a really, really bad day. And it's like, okay, is that that's gonna affect the teaching? Can I teaching? tell you something? Sure. My professor, shout out, um, <clears throat> what's his name? <laughs> Jeff Martell. Shout out Jeff Martell Ochem. Um, last week he was gone for a lecture, and I was like, "Yo, what's up?" 
And then he comes back on Monday, the following week. He's like, guys, I'm so sorry. That's the first lecture I missed in four years. Oh. Four years. And he's like, the only reason I missed it was because I was having a seminar to possibly get a tenured position here. Oh, my God. So shout out, Jeff. Not his optimal time, you know? Yeah. So don't um, don't hate on professors who are not, like, on their best because he's always on his day. Yeah, but that – so, like, like you – we – they – oh, my God. What am I trying to say? They understand. We should – No. We should understand that they're not going to be on top of their A game every time. We're not on top of our A game every time. We're like we not. all, I'm barely, I'm I was going to say college on top of my students. A game. College students are never because, like, oh, and it's another thing, age difference. Like, as you get older, the earlier your optimal time is. So, like, we tend to have later optimal times, like as at our age, like teenagers, adults, young adults. Yeah, optimal times pretty early. Well, yeah. Mine mine, at like 8 o'clock in the morning. Mine used to, no, I'm convinced that mine is just anywhere between like midnight and like 7 o'clock. Because last year I was a morning person. I was like between 5 o'clock and 7 o'clock. Now it's 1 in the morning. And I just have it, my optimal times is when no one else is around doing anything. Oh. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, Are we done? I'm trying to read my notes. Um. Yeah, wait, actually, yeah, we covered everything. Okay, guys, that was Psycho Babbles. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's literally all I have. I'm, like, trying to figure out. Um, we'll be back with another yeah. fun episode. Nope, it's not fun. <laughs> Next episode, we're talking about meta-analysis. Oh, my gosh, I'm doing meta-analysis right now. I think meta-analysis for us might be a little... <coughs> no, probably not, actually. I'm doing a meta-analysis right now. Oh, say so because remember last year, um, we were, or last semester, okay, we were bye. talking about... Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Bye. We'll talk about it next episode. See ya. Here is a word from our sponsor. This episode of Psychobabbles is sponsored by Kevin. Yes, that's right. The man, the myth, the legend is here to tell you what you want. For only four Big Macs, two Quick Trip waffle sandwiches, and a crisp high five, he will tell you exactly who you should become and what you need to stop doing to get there. Disclaimer, we're not actually sponsored by Kevin.